Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y dot com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome, fellow Lushes. Come on in, pull up a bar stool, and enjoy some cocktails with dimples and the beard. <laughs> My job this time. Yeah, I'm used to doing that. I don't get to do that very often. Welcome back to another episode. Cocktails with dimples in the beard. And we got Dan Davies back. In the house. Deuce. Um, one of the one of the two times. Yeah. <laughs> but what we two got time. two time. <laughs> uh, but for exciting reasons. Um, Dan was gracious enough to invite us to be part of uh, setting up at Lawrence Air University to interview actors and directors for his upcoming award show, which we'll let him discuss because we're excited to hear about it. But we thank you and appreciate um, giving us the opportunity to do that. And we're looking forward to it. Um, We're going on the road. So we're going to be there live. We're not presenting live, but we're going to be there live. And it's a new experience for us to be broadcasting at Lawrence, which is cool. But how that, tell us what to expect when we're there. Yeah. So um, again, thank you guys for this coming weekend. Um, it's the National Independent Film Association. It's the fifth annual NIFA Awards. And I started it um, originally 2018, but the first year was 2019. And I reached out to some of my celebrity friends who knew a lot bigger celebrity friends. And through them, I was able to get my first year of the country star, Neil McCoy, mm. Um, as the NIFA Music Legend Award. And then we had a connection to uh, Sean Connery through his manager in London and agent manager in London and uh, a friend of his wife, Micheline. Mm-hmm. And it was about, well, we we got in touch with him and then Micheline spoke on his behalf and said he'd be honored to get the award. Nice. And he was living in the Bahamas at the time. Uh, in the Caribbean at the time so so what I did was I I made two trophies <laughs> sent him one and I kept one myself okay but he was gracious enough to accept it and he was our first uh, NIFA uh, movie lifetime achievement award winner it's called the Connery from here on in and but sadly about six months after he received the uh, oh. the uh, award he died uh, but it was neat though that he accepted Heck it yeah graciously accepted it which wow. just blew me away so and, that, and you started off high 
going right <laughs> yeah. to yeah. James Bond himself. Yeah, yeah. Sir Sean Connery. Sean Connery. Boy, and then we had posthumously to Michael Blake, who wrote Dances with Wolves. He was a friend of sure. mine, was our creative consultant on West of Thunder and um, uh, Academy Award Golden Globe winner. And I wanted to honor his legacy and his memory. And then we had uh, Jeff Holm who's an Academy Award winner. Um, he's worked post-production, color correction, and editing from Titanic to Guardians of the Galaxy to Spider-Man to Kung wow. Fu Panda. So we had like a superstar uh, lineup of uh, Lifetime Achievement Award award winners. And each one of them, there's the Blake Award, the Ohm Award, the Connery Award, and the Real McCoy, okay. the McCoy oh. Award, which Randy Travis won the, the year after. Oh, wow. So, and, so it's been kind of cool, you know, on um, with it. And it's a film festival, but it's also film awards. Mm -hmm. And I've hosted it at Lawrence University and uh, University of Wisconsin, uh, Fox Cities as well. But uh, Lawrence has been a great host for us. And we have five or six different uh, categories from, you know, films, short films, documentaries to feature length films, to scripts to music videos. And um, our judging staff is a uh, inimitable 13 people <laughs> that I pay in pizza and beer. Um, <laughs> I'd, and I'd do it for that. <laughs> and um, and do you judge like, as well? I can't. Okay. Since I'm the founder of sure, the sure. MAFO Awards, I'm not able to. I don't even uh, watch the, the the programming. I don't want to be affected by okay. any of. Fair it. enough. So, um, so but it's exciting. And but if, next year, if you guys would like to be judges, we always could. Oh, that'd be amazing! More. Yeah, yeah. that'd be amazing. Again, we, it's just very fun. Very up for it. Yeah, you go through Film Freeway, through National Independent Film Association, or NAFO Awards, and you'd be able to judge them at your leisure. Um, mm -hmm. Next year's 2024. I've already booked it for October 5. Uh, but but this year I'm I'm very, very excited. We've got some really cool films and um and some premieres as well. And uh I'm excited for the and, premiere, yeah. Yeah, it's it's gonna be fun. I mean, we've got this really cool uh film called Happy Birthday. Mm -hmm. Uh the filmmakers are from the greater Milwaukee area, and then um we have a sneak preview of a film from two Los Angeles filmmakers and Milwaukee filmmaker called uh without a name it's kind of a thriller horror film and then we have uh a couple of other surprises and i'm i'm just so excited i, I mean i saw the lineup you know appreciate you showing me that and doing it's been fun just uh doing the research on yeah. all the people that are going to be there yeah you know and going back to you know their names are out there and the things they've worked on are, are just it's so crazy. neat yeah so um one of the filmmakers uh is from japan mm-hmm uh, from Tokyo, um, Kevin Hayato Mitsuishi, he's going to be there. And then Emmett Loverde is from uh, Los Angeles, and Eric Lukert is from the Milwaukee area. Okay. And that's he was the one to bring the film to Wisconsin to film it. And I play a deranged preacher in that uh, <laughs> typecasting. I don't know how that worked out. <laughs> <laughs> and then in uh uh happy birthday i play a deranged president it's a theme going on here there's a theme, there's a theme yeah going on but and then we're gonna have a, a world premiere of a um a short film about my grandfather and it was directed by len ebb and len is originally from New York, uh, lived in Hollywood for about 25 years, moved uh, to the area. And he married a, a gal from the Fox Cities in Wisconsin. Okay. 
and uh this is exciting did, yeah, this, yeah this part i'm really yeah, looking forward he, to um, so so len i've known for four or five years and he's done a few movies little short films about me my films in africa and europe and whatever and just drunken shenanigans and shit <laughs> like that and i told him a story about my grandfather uh who was half uh, seneca indian uh, seneca of the iroquois and scots irish mm -hmm. and uh i told him the story about what my grandfather did in world war ii he was stateside and the movie is literally about his uh contribution to the u.s and, and they were looking for people uh specifically they were looking for people that were american indian hmm. although not all of the drivers were american indian but the reason being that they thought american indian people had better sense of direction so my grandfather asked him like you know what the hell does that mean you know like, <laughs> like I, we have compasses and maps he says well here's the problem okay um you're going to be taking armaments uh north of detroit he was living in detroit at the time and the stuff that you're carrying in the back of your truck is going to mess up your compass. And you're going to have to take a different route every single time from Detroit to Oak Ridge, Tennessee, and sometimes from Oak Ridge, Tennessee to Los Alamos, New Mexico. It's a different route every single time. Wow. And he's like, oh, <laughs> and, and now he knew and he didn't know that he was part of the Manhattan Project, but he knew there was secrecy behind it. He just didn't know exactly what it was they kept all that under wraps okay and what they were afraid of the reason why they go different routes is because of saboteurs and and people that sure. want to know you know whatever it's uranium or what armaments or whatever triggers or whatever and and he was he was hauling a lot of the armaments that were the uh two bombs that were on hiroshima and nagasaki wow wow and this he my grandfather told my dad this story and they must have had a few beers because my grandfather didn't really talk about uh, himself that often and he said um he was driving down and he must have been about 30 40 miles away from oak ridge but he was lost middle of nowhere and and he must have been trying to look at his map and okay compass is all screwy louie and uh, mp pulls him over and has him roll down the window and he sees this you know indian guy dark hair dark eyes dark skin and he said you know what reservation are you coming off of and he said detroit <laughs> <laughs> and he said okay they're smart ass. give me your id and yeah. all your paperwork so my grandfather the, his paperwork was actually in a sealed envelope okay and he just handed it over to the mp and the mp opened it and looked at it and went back to his car and called it in and he came back up to the side uh the driver's side and he saluted my grandfather. My grandfather was a non-commissioned officer. He goes, you don't have to salute me. He's like, yeah, yeah. Wow. He said, your security clearance is second only to the president of the United States of America. <laughs> and the guy was so nervous, he thought he was going to get thrown in the brig, you know, or demoted or something. And okay. my grandfather was like, fuck, no, I don't care. I didn't know. So that's when he found out his own. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, it was just like, oh, my God. But yeah, he was part of the team of drivers um, that were in a good portion were of American Indian extract. Not all of them were, but the, some of them were. And, it, you know, he literally helped end World War II wow. with, with what they were doing. So it was it's pretty cool. It was really it's very cool. And they, and it's even cooler that they made a movie yeah, about it. made a movie about it. We got this actor from Milwaukee who's actually an Air Force veteran. 
and actually was an MP in the Air Force. And he was in oh. for like eight or 10 years. And his name is Luis Castillo. Okay. And he's Comanche, uh, Indian and European. So Spanish, European. And so he looks a lot like my grandfather, except my grandfather was 5'9", and Luis is 6'4". <laughs> but you're not going to know because they're seated in the I truck. My grandfather's like, I'm okay, you know. Portray yeah. <laughs> me like, you know. But they look... Uh, they look a lot alike and okay. that was that was pretty wonderful to um you know to to get an actor and he did just such a fine job okay too. And, and you're in it yeah and what I do you play, play in there i play the mp actually and and i didn't want to and len goes oh dan you'll be perfect and i said well during world war ii the guys that were fighting were younger so a lot of the older mm. guys were mps and police officers and, and because they weren't they were too old to go to europe japan sure so i didn't i thought well shit he could be in his 50s and um so i took my toupee off so i'm completely bald in it um coincidentally my grandfather ended up being bald later on in life but so i i said well if you really want me to i i will yeah and we had this other actor in mind and i was like shit and it was fun it was really a good time yeah it seemed like an honor to actually to be right? able to yeah. be yeah to be and then yeah. i think if you weren't you might have been a little disappointed that I I, I wasn't in with you know this yeah. is an honor to your grandpa so that's all. It, it really was my grandfather was such a uh, humble quiet mm. self-effacing person his I remember he um, when he died he uh, his obituary had, didn't have half or didn't even have a third oh. of what he had done just couldn't and he's, the only things that were really important to him that he was a good husband and a good father which are the which and are the, the, which that's are a the, lot. yeah that's, enough. that's kind of the most important part yeah, aren't they? those are the most so the rest of it was just you know window dressing so he didn't you know and i was disappointed because i was like really proud of him mm -hmm. like, what about him being a city councilman and being one of the first american indians to go to school at university of wisconsin madison and he had a singing career and, and wow you know and just all these things uh, younger they were four brothers and they uh sang like ink spots and um uh what was the other group uh mills brothers and oh nice yeah and so he was really a talented guy and he was you know state champion like tennis player and uh scratch golfer and he didn't <laughs> care you know so <laughs> But that's a whole different generation. It, it is, you know? yeah, and it, and it probably means more to you and his children. Yeah, and I think, but not to him. To him, what? You know, that's that shows even character right there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. He was. I miss him all the time. He was my one of my heroes. Uh, and just an amazing guy. Well, again, I'll say it again. I'm excited to watch the, the movie. Um, yeah. And it's an honor for you to be in it, and for me to for us to be just there to watch it it's an honor for us to be invited to do this so yeah, yeah i mean that's it we were you know i kept thinking it'd be really nice to uh because essentially i i founded the the nifa and i do have a, a board of directors and and cool. but it's still you know the heavy lifting is incumbent upon me sure so so um, is it for putting this together now did you have one last year or was that there was a gap with a with so COVID, right you know, we we um we did we did two of them we canceled one for covid but then in, um we did one in uh without an audience one okay. year oh okay so it kept it going um yeah yeah just to keep it so it's the fifth annual now i guess where i'm going with it is it's coming up it's a great honor 
gotta be a lot of work <laughs> you look forward to it are you relieved when it's over are you nervous right now or not nervous but just like i just wanted to be done you know i i really just wanted to kind of excuse me um you know i love film and mm-hmm. i love presenting and you know for me i always thought years ago before my films got onto netflix or hulu people would always come up to me they'd be like man Mr. Hollywood, we see these little flippity floppity movies you do. You're starring in what gay midget porn? I don't know. I'm six one. I like women. Well, that's where the acting comes in, young man. That's true. That's that's, that's true. You know, so it's like I, I kept before those. I was like, well, shit. Maybe if I have my own festival that I'd give people an opportunity to see some of the, the films that I've done. Okay. You know? um, and that was originally thought of that 2016, 17. Um, I originally was going to do a mile of movies. Oh yeah. And, uh, sure. And I thought it would be a cool idea. And nice then uh, Diane, yeah. there's a gentleman whose name will not be <laughs> said out loud. Didn't think it was a good idea. <laughs> Okay. Um, so I just kind of did the National Independent Film Association, but I really wanted it to be a, a destination. So each bar would yeah. have, uh, you know, set up with uh, headphones, so noise canceling, so they could actually watch a film and eat and enjoy themselves and, and oh, have okay. the people there yeah. introduce their film. This is my film and blah, 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 and do a Q&A. So almost the same concept of model of uh, music, but uh, a little different. Yeah, sure. And sure. we might do that in Oshkosh actually next year with five or six different locations, so like a walking tour. That'd be awesome. The whole day. Yeah. So yeah. Hopefully, you know, early October, it's not going to be halfway decent. Yeah. Well, I, I think one of the greatest things for me at being part of it is because of how much you do the filming in the area. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you incorporate people within the area, you know, Milwaukee. Yeah. And, and uh, that's just neat. I try to do that. I, you know, when we lost our film uh, tax rebate hmm. in 2000, 2010 or 11 or whatever, um, it really put a kibosh to it. But I still wanted, you know, Wisconsin has a lot to offer, uh, you know, lakes and, and, and beautiful locations and parks and, and good people. And, and podcasts. Yeah, and podcasts and <laughs> And beer and cheese. Beer curds. and cheese. And, yeah, there you go. Real cheese you curds. Know, real cheese. Not that deep fried shit. Yeah, and and so it's like it has a lot to offer for filmmakers, and there's a good a treasure trove of people that live here. That you know, some some of them went out to Hollywood and then found out what a jungle that was, and then came yeah. back and uh, living a good life. You know, my friends are that live in Hollywood and live in Los Angeles, you know, they're shocked when you tell them the square footage of your home. <laughs> right. <laughs> so that'd be worth about $4.2 million yes. in Los Angeles. That would be yep. a deal. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, so well, Wisconsin's also got a great theater group too, where, you know, yeah. you know forever oh, yeah. I'm going to yeah. something that, the acting bugs around that's yeah, for oh, sure. yeah yeah you get enough people here and 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 again like this i have an upcoming project and um some people are from chicago the the cameraman camera assistant lighting guys but they they illinois has a tax credit mm. and a pretty good one mm. and so they're working on you know chicago hope chicago fire chicago oh, Ed, sure proctology sure. <laughs> all those shows and and so they're they're you know, How can I be an extra? Yeah, yeah. 
Um, so they're looking, you know, they just drive up to Milwaukee. That's, you know, an hour away or so. Yeah, sure. But uh, yeah, it's, I try to do that. You know, I've always thought we had talent here and kind of undiscovered talent. And I, you know, I didn't want to live like a, you know, one guy, nine roommates, you know, in a <laughs> postage stamp. Um, that, that's what the college is for. Yeah. Yeah, this is life. We'll get there. That's yeah. all right. Yeah. So, so I'm here and, and I, you know, love the people and, and just we're hardworking. We're good people. Yeah. Well, and I mean, I think we're a great example of just to reach out to Wisconsin local people yeah. and and uh, we appreciate that and we can't thank you enough yeah. for get, making us well, part of that's, it well that's a thing too this coming week when you guys are there we've never we've had a, a couple of times we've had a little bit of some press like spectrum news and, mm. and those types of things but this is the first time that we've had actually a podcaster is there and i think you guys are would be perfect for this and and everybody's so excited we'll try not to embarrass you <laughs> <laughs> can't guarantee it <laughs> Um, we are looking forward to talking to each and every one of them. Um, you know, who is it? Who, the people that are there, this is going to be fun. It'll be a new Avenue for us as well. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, looking forward to it and, uh, cannot thank you enough for being involved. And, and then, then as yeah. we go on, just, you know, just let me know when those open auditions are for your upcoming yeah. movies. Cause yeah. you know, yeah. I mean, we just shot a, we just shot a promo for a product. If you need to see our, you That's know, we, right. we got reels. So is it the product you guys were mentioning? It's a no. diff- it's a different sort of product, but same line, but same sorry. line. Yeah. Okay. We've gotten in bed with yeah, some good people. <laughs> <laughs> Literally. Literally. <laughs> we'll show it to you. All right. Well, thank you so much thank again. You. Um again, the opportunity is, is awesome. Wait, how do we do in the movies? Cut? That yeah. cut? doesn't matter. Cut? Uh when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We're okay. joined, joined by well, Ezekiel here. Drews and Joe Morrow, correct? Correct. Yes, sir. Yes. Perfect. All right. I already got it. Yes. <laughs> and you two guys, for two. So let's, you, uh, go ahead. You guys are here to premiere your movie tonight. Happy birthday. Yeah. This is pretty exciting. Yes. I'm so excited. <laughs> yeah. Nervous, <laughs> but excited. Yes. Well, that, that would tell if your hard work paid off. Right. Yes. When I just heard you saying in the hall that if this thing was a, a day later, you would still be editing. So you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Always. If it was two months later, it would still be. He'd still be editing. Yeah. yeah it's never done. Just right? tweaking it. I'll, I mean, after this, I'm going to take feedback from people, and I'm probably going to go back and make some changes. Yeah. But at a certain point, you have to draw a line in the sand, right? Sure. Right. Right. Oh well, yeah. Right. Eventually, it's got to. You know, the project's done. It's got to go. <laughs> and you start moving on to something else. Right. Exactly. So how'd you get involved with Dan? Oh God! Uh, <laughs> Sit back. So, oh, this is gonna be a while. It seems like. <laughs> so honestly, uh, you know, I I did all the casting work uh, mainly just because I was like, hey, I'm doing this, and you can join me if you want. He's like, okay, I'm busy. All right, no worries. So um, honestly, I sorted through over 200 people for auditions, and wow. what was interesting is the fact that Dan sent me an email with both his headshot his wikipedia page a <laughs> couple other things 
it was a very long paragraph actually that he included plus the link to his wikipedia so, so that was your like, first introduction to dan yes his, his dating that. profile <laughs> yeah, uh, we didn't get that technical about things um some of his preferences were made known uh, but no but you know through the process of casting and it was funny because he had never uh auditioned for something and i think it was like five years he didn't tell me this until you know three weeks after i'd casted him of course uh and so i sent him an email and said hey uh would you know yeah i had a spiel email i was about this long and uh, I just said, hey, you know, we'd love to see you for the president. Here's the sides. Of course, since he'd normally just been attached to projects, I didn't know who I was talking to. Yeah. Uh, very smart. <laughs> who Davies was before this. That's right. Okay. Um, also, I had not been in the acting scene or anything for roughly 12 years. So for me, I didn't, uh, I wasn't aware of who people were who were bigger in the Midwest. Sure. And of course, I find this all out after we <laughs> right. casted him. Um, so it's very interesting just to go through a whole process and find out that you're working with some people who have a lot of reputation in the industry, 25 plus years for Dan, yep. uh, some other people in the cast, just, you know, even longer um, or, or, you know, just overall different various experience and people that, you know, have almost as much experience as Joe has been alive. Yeah, for real. <laughs> I mean, so I just moved to the area and I just got into acting. And I remember the phone call where he's like, Oh, I really want to cast this guy for the president. It's like, Apparently he's pretty well connected. Like, <laughs> all right, I'm down. Yeah, watch yeah. his. He'll tell you that. He'll oh, tell you. Exactly. Yeah, <laughs> I saw some of his West of Thunder stuff, and I was like, "Is this the same guy? <laughs> <laughs> this can't be." Was, did did no. you experience Eddie in the musical at all? Yes. Yes. Okay. He watched it online. Yeah. I came to the screening oh, in even August, um, where we debuted our our, our um, theatrical trailer for Happy Birthday. Nice. And I got to say, walking in and not knowing anything about it, I was shocked, appalled, and I laughed my ass off the entire time. Uh, I think that's the the normal reaction to the movie, yeah, as yeah. it was mine when the first time yeah. I saw it. Yeah. I went to the May, the one before that nice. screening of it, and we're, <laughs> you got to. So we had Dan on. You got to come on, yeah. and that's yeah. our introduction to him. And very cool. Yeah, it's been great since then. Uh, now, where the idea come from? I guess it's still on me. Uh, I mean, I can answer that one. Uh, I have the background too. <laughs> True story. Uh, Did you write it together? Correct me if I'm wrong. No, Ezekiel wrote the entire thing. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yeah. The idea for Happy Birthday came to me as I was watching the first two minutes of the uh, Netflix Resident Evil series, which was terrible, by the way. I could go on record for that. Um, Your honor. <laughs> right. Sorry, Netflix. Don't hold it against us. <laughs> so say, there goes our Netflix. He's got, yeah. he's got something better for you. I do. But the idea came in the first two minutes of watching it, and I spun together a story. I sent over to Joe at you know 1 a.m. in the morning, and he messaged me the next morning. He said, I love it. Let's do it. Nice. Okay. Um, and I started off as a short film for it, and then after a bit, I decided to flesh it out because I said, hey, go big or go home, right? Yep. And uh, going big seemed to be a lot bigger than we originally thought about. So much more work than yeah. we expected. <laughs> not that we didn't know that feature films weren't a lot of work, but no, definitely not. I signed up for a short film. I want to have that on the record. <laughs> <laughs> Ended up on a feature film, and then Dan Davies gets involved, and then suddenly you have to have it done by September 23rd. So, yeah. So, so when did you start filming? March 25th. Okay. Wow. So, we okay. cast it in February, organized the location, all the props costumes etc had that ready to go for march 25th and 26th and then we kept uh, i'm sorry we um 
we filmed it for like, edit up. It's a grand total of about 10, 10 or 11 days over from March through the end of uh, July. So a lot okay. of different times. We actually, the very first day that we filmed, there was a blizzard. <laughs> oh, I think that I, I did yeah. not account March, for. Right? Yeah, March twenty fifth, the night before. What do you mean? There's a blizzard? It was beautiful the week before too, right? Sixty degrees, and then suddenly we always get one of those. We yeah, always welcome. get one of those. Yeah. 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 So, but it made things uh, interesting because we had to delay the start. We still filmed for a grand total of about fourteen and a half hours that day. Oh, wow. uh, it was a very long day for all of our cast. Oh, yeah. and uh, we for the most part, I think didn't have very many complaints from people, which is great because there's definitely a lot that could have gone wrong uh, besides a blizzard in yeah. March. Just dive in, right? They were probably complaining just not to our faces. Right. Sure. That's fine. That's fine amongst yeah. them, right? Yeah. Keep it to yourself. <laughs> I always say if you're going to stab somebody, just stab them in the front so they know who you're going yeah. to yeah. There you go. So what is the what is the premise of the film? premise of the film, it takes place in after, you know, post-apocalypse on um, Without giving too much away, uh, essentially, there's there's two characters who meet up, um, and one of them is stuck living the same day over and over again due to uh, post-traumatic stress disorder, okay. and the other one just kind of shows up and rocks his world, uh, and we find out through the film basically about what happened to get to this point. Okay. Okay. Flashbacks and things? Yeah. Yes, sir. Okay. Nice, nice way nice. to do it. We, now, when he brought you on board to... For, to do it did you storyboard anything or how's your process oh, yeah. for direct oh yeah okay yeah we storyboarded like every i guess it's mostly the night before every, every yes stop, right so. if we could find if we got yeah if we got the location information specifically then we were like okay so based on what we have available how is this going to look yeah we're just huh, getting the location and then basically yeah whenever we could get there and then it's like okay well i want the shot to look like this and then planning out basically like transitions and things like that between our scenes. That was always important for storyboarding. Yes. Um, and yeah. You, and you two are both in the movie as well, correct? Correct. Yeah. What, what what characters do you play in the movie? So I play John Rutherford. Yeah. And I'm Samuel. And we're both the main characters. Okay. Okay. So oh, which, okay. One, which one of you is the one who's living the same day? And the, okay. Yeah, it'd be me. And you, you like? All right. Yep. All right. Yep. yep. I'm the outcome. What kind of a challenge was that? The direct to... To direct yourself. Yeah, I was wondering about that. Directing oh, your own words. There's a lot of, we did a lot of playback. I mean, so much playback when it was, especially when it was just you and me up uh, up north filming and we were like, okay, we need to see what this looks like. In yeah. case we have, and there was a lot of changing and flexibility and stuff we had to do. Um, I actually had never even touched the camera up until that point. And so I was getting my feet wet with, uh, with, uh, holding the camera and stuff and i was like i've got the shakiest hands in the world are you sure you want me to do this uh well there's no choice you're just gonna have to okay in body image stabilization yeah. yes <laughs> isn't that it with these independent films is yeah, yeah. you don't have a choice you just yep. you gotta okay. dive in and, and do it and when yeah. it does something breaks you work around it exactly uh, how many did anything like that happen any major no. all right rewrite the oh well, well good. luckily good. nothing no. major broke um to go back to your other question about directing and acting at the same time, sure. yeah, I don't think I will ever do it again. It, oh. Trying to like know how you sounded and looked, and then getting it from paper on the screen at the same time as trying to set up the set and you need the lighting correctly, and then setting up the camera angles and everything. Sure. Like, we were doing everything. Yeah, and then for me, I feel like the acting took a second seat. So it's like, where do you where what? falls through the cracks sure and mm -hmm. I, I feel like that ended up being the acting which is unfortunate but 
uh, you guys will tell me. I'm I will right. say right, right. I still liked what he did. So. <laughs> and never say never. I mean, maybe once you true. do this, yeah. direct a few more movies, more comfortable. Very true. Exactly. You, yeah. you could be like, there, no one else could play that part but me. Yeah, you know? very true. Absolutely. And this, this is our inaugural film. So it's yes. the first film that we right. came together. Uh, Joe and I came together over booze in November. <laughs> we said, let's make a film together. That seems to be the common with, so with Dan as well. So that's okay. It's the same way the podcast started. There you go. That's the way. <laughs> there's, that, there's a reason. We should yeah. do a podcast. Yes. I thought there would be cocktails. Yeah. I, I only signed up because of the booze. <laughs> we, well, we do, have some, we do have some mini sites. I don't know if we're uh, supposed to remember. Right. Yeah. What is this? Dry campus. Ah, you guys came prepared. So, that, so it's, well, we, we got to yeah. uphold <laughs> our name i mean oh nice i love it we've got to so yeah of course yeah at least have them out you know so you're yeah. premiering the movie here tonight what's the what What are the steps after tonight then steps after this is so we're going to be meeting with our composer again after this to double check on music stuff and see if there's any changes that we want to make and then after that uh assuming if there's little to none then um we'll be starting to submit to other actual festivals um, we'll be working on getting the standards required to be met in order to uh, get distribution, hopefully, on either Netflix or Hulu. Well, not Netflix um, anymore. Well, <laughs> well I, can edit, I can edit that out for sure. you. Sure. Yeah, perfect. perfect. Still on record. I love <laughs> Netflix. Yes. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, just to get out there, we want to get as, as much exposure as possible. Um, we'll be submitting also to uh, AMC Theaters has an independent program as well. Oh, uh, nice. so hopefully to them. maybe submit and get approved for that. So there's a lot of a lot of different steps that we'd like to do for getting some type of distribution. Um, after that, I think that we might want to try to do some more acting stuff. But um, additionally, I think that uh, uh, diversification of what we do, rather than necessarily shooting our own stuff, we might take some steps into uh, hiring ourselves out for mm. different services as That's well, um, whether it's producing, location managing, prop hunting, or writing, editing, et cetera. There's a lot yep. of stuff that we wore hats for. Um, something that I want to get more involved in so that way it's less on Joe's plate would be editing, um, which is a lot of technical stuff. He's, yeah. like, he's, like, no. he's like, no, no. I'm like, but I can help. No, no. Just don't. no. Yeah. So do you have a problem letting go as well? Like, oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah, I am. Yeah, yeah. I was the kid in high school that like class projects. It's like you three can just sit on the side. I got it. Like, I got, I got it. Okay. I got it. I feel you a thousand percent. Yeah, yeah. I complain about it nonstop, but then he's like, "Well, I can help." I'm like, "No, you can't. No, you no. can't. Never mind." Slaps my hand. Yeah, exactly. Get Get out of here. Okay. Yeah. And as you can tell, I'm a talker. Yeah. Uh, well, and we'll not keep you too much longer. But being the writer, you got other ideas up in your head for the next one. Yes, and I'm not going to put them out here. Just otherwise, <laughs> Joe will kill me. No, no, no. Like, of remember when you said this? Yeah. Well, uh, you in know, addition to here, other please. ideas, you sequels, right? I mean, if Netflix falls, then you <laughs> got to do go. sequels. And... Right. If Netflix wants to give us a, you know, a budget, we could redo this with even more special effects and stuff. Sure. Oh, there you go. There that you would go. be something. And I mean, that would be worth it to me if if we wanted to redo this one with a bigger budget. Yeah. No, we're just going to move on to the next one. <laughs> They'll give us a budget. He's already on the next thing. Right. 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 That's what you call partnership right there. <laughs> yes. No. Negotiate. Like, yes. Let me correct you. Yes. yes. <laughs> uh, what Joe said. <laughs> No, we're done with this one after today, and then we're moving on to whatever the next project becomes, right? Yeah. So I am curious with that little interaction there, 
how much beef is there on a movie set between two guys that are because <laughs> him and I have him and I have been friends for 25 years and never had any issues with friendship until we started doing this together ah, <laughs> and then i mean still nothing major right there's nothing some major, bumps in the but... road you know like do you guys have any of that or i think the only i mean not really any huge beef but like as we were filming up north in the middle of nowhere you guys will actually see the location uh it was 98 degrees out mm. and there was no air conditioning at this cabin yep. we we're at Ugh. and i i don't know just the conditions were not good Sure. And we barely got into anything. It was like a little thing here and there, just felt like a disagreement about, I don't know, lighting or sure. direction of what we wanted to do on that specific thing. But then moving on, joking in 10 yeah. seconds later, you know? Yeah. yeah, I suppose on something like this, you don't really have time to have beef. You got to get on to it. Yeah. With, with no. your tight schedule. Yeah, yeah. it, it seems like. <laughs> honestly, I think that came down to Joe and I had a lot of conversations around planning and about what the overall vision of the film looked yep. like. And I think we just, you know, we were willing to bounce ideas off each other. And if I had an idea and Joe said, that's not going to be realistic. I was like, okay, well, how can we make the idea of what I want? And then he would pitch a couple of things. And I said, right. well, what about this? And then we'd kind of compromise. And it was good to have somebody to sound off on yeah. uh, as well. Um, and also when we had some of our other uh, uh, videographers and stuff yeah. that helped as well. Cause then they could say like, well, this is how I would do this. And we'd take all the different feedback and we'd pick uh, the best way to do it yeah okay. a lot of collaboration and i mean he wrote it so i a lot of times was trying to lean on his vision it's like hey how did you envision this right sure. so i could have i'd put in my two cents but at the end of the day i'm like you wrote it let's let's get it to what was on paper okay as best as we could conversely right. if if he writes something and says this is how i want i'm going to do the best that i can to honor whatever his vision of that is as well yeah yeah, awesome. That sounds like you have a great future in front of you to, to make more movies. I hope so. If you're ready to, if you're ready to dive in again without strangling each other, ready, give me, make give some me more. a little bit. I've been in crunch time for a little too give, long right give now. Me at least so. 72 hours. Yeah, that's all I need. Give me a couple of days. You start right. casting on Monday. Yeah. <laughs> well, thank you guys. We appreciate it. And we're looking forward to it. And uh, we, yeah, we'll so definitely more work, more of your work. Thanks thank for you. stopping yeah, by. For sure, thank for you. sure. Thank you. Thank you. It's a pleasure being you both. Pleasure. If uh, you want to swig before you go, help yourself. <laughs> I'll gladly take take a swig. You know, the Jameson? What do you? What is this what one? We got add flavored vodka? vodka. You want vodka or whiskey? Or whiskey. I'll, take the whiskey. <laughs> I'll take the vodka then. Cheers. Oh. All right. For you. Good. It's <laughs> I didn't know if that was peppermint for like you know inhaling. No, it's <laughs> we, we used to do on cases, right? Smelling salts. Or, oh, there yeah. you go. Yeah. Well, yeah, we, we. I mean. It may, it may look like make us look like alcoholics, but the name of the thing is cocktails, you know. So, yeah. oh, we got to uphold our. You do. You have a name to, to yeah, uphold. It's, it's all branding. And I was going to sign the book. Uh, as I say, yeah. dimples, cocktails, dimples, beards, and now spirits. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Perfect. <laughs> well, thank you for joining us, Donna Frankart. Yes. All right. I got, I'm three for three now on names. <laughs> that's why I let him do it. Cause yeah. I would butcher every one of them. I would probably butcher Donna. So that's why we're going to just let him do it. As long as you don't butcher me. <laughs> no, no, that's, we'll leave that up to your stories. Oh yes. yes. You know, I have many stories. Well, that's what we're excited to hear. Um, what made you decide oh. I'm going to write this stuff down and throw it in books. She's an author. We should have. Well, mentioned. I was 
author <laughs> author <laughs> of the book I've seen I, dead I, people. I write things. <laughs> I write things. <laughs> I, I was a deputy coroner for eight and a half years, and right. there wasn't any debriefing. So of course you go on all of these horrific cases. Mm-hmm. You can't go home and sit around the dinner table and talk about what you did that day, right? And so I had two younger sons, and um, I couldn't talk to them about it, obviously. Yeah. So it was all in my head, and I was trying to process and decompartmentalize, if I can get that out. I started writing notes, and when I'd be alone in my room at night, I'd cry a lot, you know, back to the cases for that day. Yeah. They're very emotional and very gory, and yeah. and. I just started writing notes, more of my emotions to get it out on paper. And then after eight and a half years, I thought, you know, if I can help others in understanding and appreciating life, that life is fleeting and to, even though it gets tough at times to just appreciate every moment that you're alive, because I saw so many cases where people die unexpectedly, because that those are the kinds of cases that I would go on. Yeah, that was interesting when I read um, unexpected or suspicious. Yes. That was your specialty. Yes. How so, did? You, oh, why is that? As opposed to okay, just normal well, cases that you got involved with. So um, homicides, suicides, car fatalities, drownings, fires. So all of the horrific, unexpected oh, okay. deaths were what we'd be paged out on. So what happens is the coroner has uh, possession of the body and then the law enforcement, the police detectives, they have control of the crime scene. Okay. It is a crime scene until the investigation is completed. And then all together in unison, we would rule out any foul play. Okay. Yeah. So that was the main, so, make sure it is foul. Yeah. And, and then if there was some foul play that you detected, did you pass that on? Well, that would, there'd be autopsies. Sure. I would, uh, um, Oops, sorry. I would have the autopsy. That's okay. (laughs) Yeah, can we please? You're you're probably scaring him a little bit. bit. I have to sleep tonight, you know. (laughs) Wait till I bring the spirits in. Oh, oh, that's another episode. Yes, there you go. Um, Bring them with next time. They're here now. Oh boy. oh boy oh boy um the, the autopsy autopsy and, and then yes there was there was some suspicious yeah so now what's the next step are you still involved at continuously um or do you at just that rule point it? then i would rule it so i would uh pronounce the time of death i would do uh draw fluids for toxicology i would order the autopsy if there was going to be one i'd bag i'd tag you're looking at me that's how that's, I couldn't do it. It was a lot. Yes. And and I I mean this when there's when I hear of jobs like that and people that do it, I, I give them so much credit because I because I know I couldn't do it. No, you know, and, that's and it's the thing someone's gotta do it, right? Right. Well, you do. And, and thank I, you. But you know, interestingly enough, the hardest part of the whole job was the um notification to the loved yeah. ones that their their loved one had passed away unexpectedly or tragically. That yeah. was the toughest. I bet, I bet. Oh I yeah. Bet. Again, I wouldn't want to do it. And so this book that I wrote, because so many paranormal encounter things would be going on. And I just thought, oh, it's part of the job, right? And after a while, I thought, am I going crazy? But then it would happen in front of other uh, police officers. Okay. Things were happening at home with my sons. So it's like, okay, it's not just me. This is happening. And it just kept amping up more and more. Now, I haven't been a deputy since 2015. And... The last couple of years, as you can see, I wear 
It's so crazy. <laughs> unless you're <laughs> unless you're spiritual, but uh it's nonstop. But I was told that because I'm so compassionate on the scene that a lot of the souls would follow me home because when you die tragically, they're not understanding that they're, dead. they're gone. They don't okay. know what to do. And because I was so kind to them, they'd follow me home. So were you spiritual before your job? Not as much as this. Well, I was raised Catholic, and so you know it's life, death, health, right. purgatory. But yeah. there's I have so many videos on orbs. Oh, okay. I, I won't say too much. I mean, I'm writing a sequel to my yeah, first that's, book. That's, yeah. that's what we're going to be waiting for. Thank you. And you also wrote Ed Gein, the musical, in novel format. So yeah. how did that come about and why? <laughs> well, first, first off, why did he why? make the movie? And then why did he write a novel? I... That's what I thought. I thought, who would have a musical on a killer? And I, well, Dan right. Davies. Right, right. And me being interesting, I had so much fun interviewing him and mm -hmm. kind of picking mm -hmm. his brain apart as to how it was putting the musical together and oh, why. I, yeah, and then I plus agree. he has those connections with Ed Gein, his family does. Yeah. So I wrote the book in uh, talking about the interviews and how they made the musical, but also as a former deputy coroner, my perspective on things of how what Ed Gein, how he ended up the way he was, and okay, the cases. Yeah. Interesting. All right. And when was the first time you saw the movie? And what? Oh. And what were your thoughts on it the first time you saw? It? <laughs> That'll be the well, question. <laughs> I actually I was wondering how is this musical going to be? Is it going to be really disgusting? But he was so they were all so respectful. It yeah. was done very right. dignified, and yeah. so I I wanted to be involved in writing about it. Had it been not made the way it was, I would not have been interested. Sure. So so did you contact Dan? I was pleasantly Dan? surprised. Um, Dan with and the I idea about it. Okay. Yes. Because okay. we're friends and we've worked on other projects together. Okay, that's right. Okay. You're you're involved with his other book. Yes. Yeah. Okay. A forest star. A forest star. Yes. I knew what it was in my head. I got to say it all out, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm, it yeah. is. He gave us copies. Yeah. Very, we talked about that when he was on with us. And yeah, it's uh, a lot of good stories in that. Yes. So. Yeah, well, so. we are looking forward to having you on to yes. just deep dive into your book and your stories. Thank That's you very much. That's for sure. And we'll make a connection with your uh, with the next book. Well, thank you. I look forward to it. And that. you're going to need to let us know if we need anything to uh, guard the room from spirits or anything when this thing happens. Sage, maybe Kay. a few crystals. Okay. Are there... Are you going to bring just nice ones or that you can't help it? You get a mixture of both no matter what. They're all going to be nice, except for good. the spirits you might drink. Right. They ah, will um, be so nice to you later. All right. You've always been good to me. <laughs> Thank you so much. Thank you so much. much, so much. It's yeah. my pleasure. Yeah. Thank you. Thank we'll, you. We'll talk, talk again. Yeah. Sounds good. Cool. All right. Thank Enjoy you. the evening. Oh, we are. Nice to meet you. Yeah, Dan, nice Dan, Dan failed on formally introducing all of us. Thanks, Dan. <laughs> Dan doesn't formally do anything. <laughs> so, so you know, Dan, yeah, we, we got that out of the way right away. Yeah. Over a decade. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. okay. All right. It's only been a couple of years, so um, we're getting it going, and we're just happy that he invited us to, for this, to come in here. So let's talk about, let's introduce you all. Len, now I see Len Ebbs. Yes. Is that what you go by? Yeah, I go by Lenny B. Lenny okay. B. Yeah. We'll go with that. And you are with uh, Ballad of a Mushroom Cloud. Yes. Um, Just saying. And you're involved? Okay. Yes. One of the producers. Okay. One of the producers. And yeah. your name again is Jason? Jason. Bus. B-U-S-S. Okay. Perfect. Well, nice to meet you both. Thank you both. And how start out? How did you get, not, I know your friendship with Dan, but how did you get involved with the project for the mushroom? 
Oh, go ahead, start, start. Uh, it was a story that uh, I've heard Dan tell multiple times. <laughs> really? And multiple times, Dan? <laughs> did it always start out with? Did it? Yeah. To make a long story short, and then <laughs> insert Dan. Dan. <laughs> no, um, but it kind of took Len to actually get it on camera, and. Uh, um, I think it I think it turned out great, but it was just a very unique kernel of a story that we had a little fun with and and made it more real and put it up on the screen. So well, and we're going to see it tonight, which is exciting. Uh, yeah. Um, right. Um. <laughs> yeah, it was. Uh, I had a, a actually my last a short film first person. Okay. Which. Uh, one year last year for best short film. Nice. As as Dan's segment, you know, and it, it was a it's a series of 10 monologues. And as we were walking off the College Avenue Bridge, Dan started telling me the story. I still had the the recorder on the wireless microphone was still on him. Okay. And as he was telling me the story, I was like, I'm not gonna say anything. Let Dan roll. And it became this movie about mushroom. Okay. Yeah. Oh wow. Okay. okay. Yeah. Perfect. Because I could tell, like, it had all the elements, the natural story arc, and yeah, and it was dramatic, and it was real. It's based on a true story of Dan's grandfather. Yeah, and that's what's the the, the best part is that it's real. You know yeah. that it's neat that that we know. Um, and he he wrote it. Did you help yes. help help in the, any of the writing with him? Writing well. Yeah, it was a really cool, really, really cool creative process. I really love working with Dan. This is probably the fourth time we worked together, and I okay. feel like honored by him. And uh, he's really respectful, very professional. And um, he always says, like, you know, I trust you, Len. So that's that means a lot to me yeah. as a director. And, um, so it's pretty much 100% Dan, but he allowed me to go in and do a little wordsmithing and crafting. Okay. Okay. And it, that part was nice. Nice. Yeah. Were you already envisioning when, when he was talking and he didn't realize it that night on the bridge? Were you already envisioning how you wanted to lay it out as a director? That's kind of cool. And if you see Ballad of a Mushroom Cloud, it starts off in a bar. <laughs> Makes sense. It kind of has like kind of the Princess's Bride kind of feel because we take you from oh. like reality, which we shot during was December. 23rd last winter was a blizzard it was minus 23 degrees the common theme with the end movies <laughs> yeah and uh, that's the opening shot it's kind of an homage to fargo yeah and uh so so you get cozy in the bar and dan's starting to tell you a story just like your life yeah. and and then we cut to sort of sort of montage like together various pieces of um, i pulled from like pop art and movies and commercials and little montage and then we get into another live action piece that we shot um, yes. Couldn't have done it without Jason's help. You could you say this part, uh, but just a few weeks ago. So you go from the oh uh, wow of winter to like a cornfield in the summer. Oh wow! Okay, okay. yeah. Oh, so you um, you filmed it then, and you're still filming. You know, we wrapped. We wrapped like a month ago. But okay. Yes, we, but did, still. we did shoot in the winter, and then waited waited six months, and then to get it to get the right. sure. To get that. Yeah. Sure. Gotcha. Okay. And then it's been. Editing ever since it involves the editing process. Yes, I cut it all. So you did it. Your... Okay. And, and Jason gave me notes on on my edits, which were super helpful. But there's one really cool thing. Jason, yes. Tell how how we got the vehicle. Oh. Well, you haven't you haven't seen the project. You haven't seen. No, nope, but I've heard the story. Uh, okay. Um. So you hung out with Dan. Oh <laughs> uh, yes. Yeah. In a um, bar. In a bar. In a bar. <laughs> a. Uh, 
one of the, I guess, the, the key prop for the story happens because his grandfather was, was driving a military transport vehicle. Um, mm -hmm. And it, I guess we couldn't have told the story the way we did without it. So I managed to find, after a couple phone calls, a two-and-a-half-ton triaxle 1941 wow. um, GMC. Um, yeah. Wow. Rest restored and and in working uh, condition and absolutely the guy had the owner of this has a collection the owner has has he drove a tank in the original ant-man movie he was on set for like two weeks oh wow <laughs> um and he drove we filmed in north appleton he said if i can drive it if it's within about a half an hour i'll drive it there if not you're gonna have to transport it somehow i did some math i'm like have you been to the appleton flag day parade <laughs> like yes I'm like great add one add about one or two more miles and you're golden he said i drove it from oshkosh to north appleton at 30 miles an hour top speed wow so it took him an hour a lot of people um, behind him honking well, horns. Thank you for doing that. <laughs> and, and he showed up in period correct attire. Oh, wow. He's oh, part of. Um, he's he's part of a troop. Um, yeah, yeah. It's could have really done it without with without the Daryl's help. That's so, awesome. Well, 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 thank you, Daryl, because that is a you know just knowing the story. That is a huge part of the story. Is, yeah. is that. Uh, Trump. yeah i love being able to find it yes, yeah yeah yes. how lucky to, how lucky to yeah yeah we were also very lucky to have uh luis castillo our actor come up from milwaukee okay and stay overnight here in lovely downtown appleton hilton they were very good to us our production all right and luis was really wonderful in the film we couldn't have happened without him either so awesome. you guys get to see it and enjoy it awesome. awesome we're looking forward to it i have to compliment you on your fashion choice yeah thank you <laughs> <laughs> he told me i had to dress up i'm like a base, baseball yeah, cap is not dressed. All right, fine. We'll go Peaky Blinders. So <laughs> one night you can get it done for one night. Well, it's a pleasure meeting you both. Yeah, thank yeah, you pleasure so much to meet you guys. Thank by. you so much. And I'm really looking forward down. to checking you it out. Sit down. It was nice talking to you. And we're well. excited for the movie. Glad that we have the. I always, I always, am, I always say, uh, well, uh, uh, took a bullet that was meant for me. Okay, well, that's a story that's we want to hear. Go. That's how we start. We'll start with that. So, well, why don't, why don't we introduce <laughs> ourselves first? Um, then get into the bullet. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, let's, let's go. Yes. Emmett. Emmett, well, Emmett Loverdi. Loverdi. Yes. Perfect. Hayato Mitsuishi. Nice to meet you. Yes. Eric Luker. Okay. Okay. All right. Perfect. You made it. Well, welcome. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank You're you. all involved. In the movie without a name. Without a name. Yeah. Yes, and we're tonight we're showing an excerpt from Without a Name. It's called Pastor Jameson's New Plan. Okay. okay. Starring Dan Davies. Oh, all right. <laughs> now let's hear how wait, you wait. took a bullet. Why, why am I starting to get a... a, a Dan, Dan is in everything. A, theme, a recurring with everyone we've talked to. <laughs> wait, did Dan just fake an award show so he can... <laughs> No idea. <laughs> we're, we're not we're on to them well we're all right we're still pleasure to be here yeah. all right we got to hear the bullet story the, and i was i'm i was trying to be funny no. actually we met dan through dates through uh eric yep. okay and uh i have a movie company called mad town films okay. here in wisconsin and based out of where out of mad mad Mad's, town i'm a good old mad town <laughs> wanted to clarify right absolutely 
And I had done a show, we met online, uh, initially became friends that way. And then I did a small micro SAG film in Sheboygan. Okay. And they hired Emmett to be the director of that show. Okay. And that's how then I ended up meeting Emmett. And they came from California to do it. Um, Ed Asner was, and his, his uh, daughter, daughter and okay. his nephew were part of that whole thing. And he was supposed to be in it. Oh. Unfortunately, he passed. Mm. But we became okay. friends on set. He couldn't believe how economical it was to film a production here in Wisconsin. <laughs> and he said, we have another show we'd like to film. And I said, well, let's make it here and we can make it at a third of the price. He's like, no way. Well, here we are today sitting in front of you talking. Yeah, about. made it for a third of the price. Perfect. <laughs> so glad it worked out. Nice. And uh, so look at the, the premise of the movie. Uh, it's called, well, the feature film is called Without a Name. And it's about a cult. Mm-hmm. Sounds um, interesting. Yes, yeah, it's, it, um, it's about a, a man's struggle to uh, his. He loses his son to this cult, oh. where they basically they celebrate youth, but they kill you once you reach the age of forty. And so this guy is trying to get his his kid back. So this there's the movie that we're showing tonight, the uh, pastor Pastor Jameson's new plan, is about the origin of the cult. Okay. Okay. Kind of backstory. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, so it's it's going to be the prologue for the film. Gotcha. But it, it kind of stands on its own as a little story. So when you someone goes to see the film later on, it's it's not in there. No, it's going to be. It's it gonna, will be in there. It's going to be the first like five minutes of okay. the film. But, Perfect. But it, like it also, you could watch it as, as a standalone. Yeah, okay. Gotcha. Okay. Well, interesting. Now, whose idea was? Uh, I have a writing partner named Larry Maravilla, and um, who's actually from Chicago. Okay. And. Um, uh, we've been writing together for, you know, longer than many people have been alive. But uh, Larry had this idea um, about a cult, and uh, he he originally was a cult that worships death, which mm. wasn't quite sure how that would work. So we just we decided that they worship youth. Okay. Oh. And so that's, um, and of course, then it's like, well, what would that be like? What would, you know, how would kids act in a situation like that? Yeah. And uh, and then of course, how would something like that start? That'll be the entry part. How, yeah. how does it start? How do you get <laughs> yeah, people yeah. to join the cult and grow the cult? That's that's always and with, curious to me. Without giving anything away, it's right. the concept of rain dancing. The idea that you know you say, well, it's not raining, our crops are dying. What are we going to do? What are we going to do? You know, let's stand on our head. Nothing happens. Well, let's um, plant, you know, pumpkins. Nothing happens. Let's do a crazy dance, and then it starts raining. We go ah, it's the dance. Cool <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's what that's sure. what made us. That's our good luck source. Right. Okay. So yeah. that's kind of what this is about. Oh, okay. <laughs> and you got involved? Yes. Yeah, so uh, I met. Uh, I'm a producer, and okay. I met uh, um, Emmett at a, a film festival in West Virginia. Oh wow! And uh, we're talking. We found out that we both live in LA. We live like five ten minutes. <laughs> Small world. Four blocks. Yeah, Four blocks. blocks. Yeah, yeah. blocks. So uh, we kept in touch. Ian, he's a writer, so he has a lot of scripts. And mm -hmm. he's like, you know, I want to make a film. So we made one film uh, separate from this. Mm -hmm. And then uh, we're going to go into post production after filming that feature film. And then 
Eric came along and we're like, well, now's our chance. We got, you know, we before can't, it starts snowing, before it starts snowing, <laughs> content takes place, you know, so we're like, okay, let's, let's, let's get this done. So yeah. we started filming before um, we, we finished the post-production of our series. So. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Right on to the next. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. No yeah. rest for the wicked, right? Yeah. 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 Where you go. For me, the best part about it is we green lighted it. It was a phone call on July 3rd mm. and we had 50 actors, 15 crew. And almost three months of the dates, we were yelling action. Wow. All together. Yeah. That, that's wow. probably the, the biggest, like, wow, we just did this. That's incredible. How long was the, the shooting then? 15 days. Okay. Great. That always amazes me with yeah. these films. You know, how fast you get in and out. And yeah. that, you know. Well, a feature film should never be put together that fast. <laughs> I just hadn't done one yet, so I didn't know better. So we made it happen. Yeah. Now yeah. that we're looking at a second one. Yeah. Maybe a little longer. Slow it down. Slow it just a bit. But, <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, so you're already on to another one. Yes. All right. Well, we're awesome. looking forward to that, too. You have any? So, did we mention that, that one's filming in Milwaukee? Yes. No. But, yeah. Nice. Yeah. Okay. Milwaukee, keeping it. In the area in Wisconsin, yeah. you like that? Obviously, I did a decent enough job that they came back to the stadium. <laughs> yeah. Perfect, perfect. Sounds like it's gonna we be like, a relationship for a while. For a while, we like the Badgers. I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> as long as you don't say the Bears, we're good. Yeah, I say, you start talking about a guy from Chicago. At least you got that right, <laughs> Badgers, right? <laughs> you were able to get that. Uh, what's the next step for the movie then? After uh we have a little more work to do on um without a name and then uh we just did a screening yesterday yeah casting crew. okay okay and uh it was good reaction so oh, yeah. yeah we're gonna do a little bit more editing and uh, gotcha yeah that's yeah. always that's always it right and then it's off to film festivals or with the film or what do you i i feel like i feel like, like film festivals might be a good idea or we might just try to get it released directly yeah in discussions <laughs> but it took us three months so we're figuring let's just go straight to distribution there you <laughs> go there's no way we can get you know film festivals take an entire year that's work at a faster pace than that come on for this movie yeah, yeah. <laughs> why waste your time <laughs> perfect all right well we're gonna keep track of it and hope, yeah. you know someday we'll watch the whole thing absolutely all right we hope you do hope so. yeah oh i We'll, we will this yeah sure. this guy a thousand percent he's got a room full of dvds that we record in it's like what a three thousand and something so yeah, i'm just he watches guy. everything yeah and i and i i've said it before i love independent movies and yeah. i'm small because i'm amazed when i hear 15 days when you watch what's up there do you actually are you um i know eric's company has produced a number of things you might want to we haven't them. released anything yet but okay. it's a episodic yes yeah. the office meets the sopranos and it's a mockumentary <laughs> interesting it's son of a don does something so bad the not the entire family moves from the east coast to the midwest and yeah. mayhem and and comedy ensues nice okay four episodes did you tell them the name Cacio e papa instead of cheese and uh cacio e pepe which is cheese and pasta it's cheese and pasta. <laughs> Nice. And then, and then your you um just what, what oh sorry my yeah. uh, Kevin's entertainment. I do a lot of stuff with Japan. It's a lot of co-production with Japanese films and uh, of course American oh, films as well. Nice. Yeah. Bring the Japanese films over here. Uh, you work yeah, people there. Both and also okay. uh, create films together with Japanese cast or directors okay. as well and film them here sometimes. Okay. Yeah. 
all over. Yeah. Wow. Perfect. And then I have I have several features running on Tubi right now, and a couple of other platforms. Oh, I I, I did see you have a lot of a lot of different <laughs> areas of short films and plays and all over the place. So you're a busy man. You can't you you can't just do one thing. <laughs> Excellent. Perfect. All right, we won't keep you from the yes, festival. Thank you. Started. Thank you. Just appreciate yeah. you stopping. Nice to meet you guys. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you for listening. The tavern is closed for now, but we'd love to have you back for more fun next time. Seriously, though, get your asses out of here. Welcome to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing, where we harmonise your mind, body and soul. I'm Amanda, your sound therapy expert. And I'm Stephen, the curious explorer uncovering the mysteries of sound. Together we explore vibrations, frequencies and the power of sound therapy and tuning forks. Discover ancient wisdom, reduce stress and tune into a healthier life. Subscribe to Tuning Into Sound Wellbeing today. Hey there, I'm DC. I host the rock podcast, Back to the Arena, The Interviews. It's about a 30-minute podcast where I talk one-on-one with a band who has released new music. You can find us on all the best podcast sites like Spotify, Apple, Google, iHeartRadio, and more. If you're a rock fan like me, subscribe today to Back to the Arena, The Interviews. Electric Acid.